Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sports Yak being powered by Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart on Napanee Street or BigandTallOutlet.com. Big guys got to look good, too. Let's say you got a Christmas party, a holiday gathering coming up here. We're just a couple sleeps away from Christmas. Big guys, you got to dress up a little, maybe a button-down shirt, maybe sweater vest. At Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart, super special King's Courtnet dress shirts. You ready? Only 99 cents. Three colors to choose from. Sizes starting at 16.5 and up. 99 cents. Limit five. Maybe one of your favorite team hats in the old stocking stuffer. Michigan Wolverines. Maybe Notre Dame. $12.50 for the snapbacks. Let's jump ahead to February real quick. Now's the time to shop in the store and earn some February bucks to spend in February. What do I mean by that? You earn a dollar for every $10 you spend between now and Christmas Eve. You redeem that in February with up to 50% off your total purchase. Do we have any Avengers fans listening? Big and Tall Outlet celebrating the new trailer of the new movie coming out next year. Have Avengers tees. Check out the website, bigandtalloutlet.com. Big and Tall Outlet, Napanee Street in Elkhart, 293-0111, or bigandtalloutlet.com. Because big guys got to look good, too. Previously on Sports Yak. Let's play a little Mills Brothers music for you. You're the end of the rainbow. Come on now. My pot of gold, your daddy's little girl. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas, you sports maniacs. It's the Sports Yak Podcast with Corey and Chuckles. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys got to look good, too. Get ready, South Bend. Here it comes, Elkhart. Here's what you've been waiting for. Michelle. 
Mashahaka. Whatever. Just start the show, would you please? And welcome to episode 37 of Sports Yak. Hi there. My name's Corey, along with my co-host Chuck Freebie. Hi, kids. Coming to you from South Bend, Indiana. On this particular day, a cold winter's day in the middle of the week, December the 12th. Happy birthday, Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes. Are you a fan of his work? I am. Got a favorite song? Oh, my gosh. He does so many so well. Not that you have to pick just one, but off the top of your head. Is Obviously, like? My Way became his signature song, but I like um, when I was 17. I, I'm not sure if that's the official title of the song. Yes. When I was 17 It was a very good year it was a very good year for small-town girls and soft summer nights. We'd hide from the lights on the village green. What does that remind you of listening to that? Does that well, take you anywhere? his voice is like an instrument there. It's almost like his voice is the lead instrument with the rest of this orchestra. Okay. I like how you put that. I'm just thumbing through songs while that one plays. Man, he he had a ton of hits. Yes. Ton. Oh. That's why he was the chairman of the board. Yeah. Chicago, Chicago, that Love that one. Town. Chicago, I have been known to fire that bad boy up driving into town. Oh, sure. Lakeshore Drive. Or his version of New York, New York, which I believe the Yankees still play at the end of every Yankee win. Well, they should. Start spreading the news. And then our trivia question this morning was, the Oscar goes to? Frank Sinatra for From Here to Eternity. There you go. You ever seen that one? I've not. I that would be either. that would be a good old school rental. That feels about right. Well, here we go. It's the middle of the week. We can talk about it's a hodgepodge of the list I came together with. That's uh, fine. If you're okay with that. I went down the rabbit trail of listening to a podcast called Winging It yesterday with Vince Carter, another guy and a lady talking to Stephen Curry because it's made some uh Twitter news. Uh, Stefan doesn't believe that we, America, went and landed on the moon. We ever been to the moon? Nope. Nope. They're going to come get us. I don't think so. Either. <laughs> Elon I'm Sorry, I'm going to They ain't been on the moon. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Stanley, you, know, you got to do bro, the, uh, research on Stanley, Stanley like Kubrick. big back then. Yeah, bro. Man, you talking about we got some, we took something to the moon? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, he has a, he has an issue with that. He has an issue. I, you know, and I've heard this argument before where people contend that this, the whole moon landing thing was done in a studio. I, I think we actually sent people to the moon. I disagree with the conspiracists, but yeah, 
if you do your homework and you look at history, what a mad dash to get that done between countries. Oh, yes. You know, the space program and we can't let them get a monkey up there and we can't let them get a person up there and we can't, you know, we got to do this and that and this and that. Where it's like, where's the space program at now? It's kind of sad. Well, and this is the wild thing. Apollo 11 lands on the moon. At least that's what I believe, Steph. July 20th, 1969. By the time we were done with 1972, so in a three-year period, we sent seven rockets towards the moon. Apollo 13 never got there, obviously. But we sent seven rockets to the moon. And then we completely stopped. Yeah. That's it. Our space exploration then was sending unmanned probes to Mars and, and space shuttles and the International Space Station it's like, oh, we've been to the moon seven times. That's enough. Let's build a really big looking glass and just stare into space now and, and yeah. send uh, satellites and drones and, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah, you're right. That's a bummer. I, re- I heard a, uh, a stat last week. There are only like 400 planetariums left in America at schools. That that stands to reason because they're not inexpensive yeah. properties. Uh, they got some money here locally. Did you hear that? Yes, they, they Kennedy gotta... School has a, a wonderful planetarium. For years, Penn High School had a planetarium. Do you know if theirs is still It is, functional? yeah. Yeah, there was a field trip taken by an 11-year-old just about a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Marion basketball last night, kind of a big local game. Well, and it was going to be big going in because in last week's poll, Culver Academy was number one. Marion was number two. We showed Culver Academy Friday night in their win over Buff on TV 46. Then Culver Academy lost to Hamilton Southeastern on Saturday. So the new poll comes out, and now Marion's number one, and Culver Academy is number four. And that poll came out about 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. So I did my part. I hyped it up a little bit on the Twitter machine and, and talked to people about how the roles have been reversed here. And I, I was curious. I was talking with some Marion people. Okay, when was the last time you were ranked number one? It wasn't that long ago, 2015. Marion started out the season 20-0 and and was ranked number one and got beat by St. Joe in the sectional. So this is the first time they've been number one since. They're playing Culver Academy, who beat Marion in the sectional championship last year on a controversial call with less than a second left. Foul called. Culver Academy goes to the line, hits two free throws, wins the game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would have been tied and going to overtime. So Marion's had that bitter pill to swallow because then Culver Academy goes on and wins the state championship. And I'm sure Marion sits there as Culver Academy is going through the state tournament and says, that could have been us. We could have won the state title. Instead, they have to sit at home and watch it. So they've been chewing on this all off-season long. Now Culver Academy comes to their place on a Tuesday night. Big-time event. How big-time? Mike Bray from Notre Dame is there recruiting because he's looking at Trey Galloway from Culver Academy and Jaden Ivey from Marion. Matt Painter is there. Dane Fife, the Michigan State assistant, is there. They've even got Football assistant coaches there. Kevin Wilson, the former IU football coach, now an assistant at Ohio State, is there because he's looking at Deontay Craig from Culver Academy. So, big-time coaches are there. 
Culver Academy comes out guns blazing. They're up 15-6 after one. They're up 29-18 at halftime. They still have a 10-point lead with about two minutes left in the third quarter. And then Jade Nivey gets hot, and he hits a couple of threes, and suddenly Marion chisels its way back into this game, and it's a one-point game. Marion Ball, waning seconds. Jerry Bracey, who is a he's a good player, but he is not considered one of the Marion stars, hits the shot, puts them ahead. Culver's got a three to try to win it, misses, and Marion hangs on to win it. 39-38, preserving their number one ranking for, well, at least until their next game. A uh, couple thoughts. That Ivy name sounds familiar. His mom, Niel Ivy, is an assistant coach on Muffet's staff and was a member of the 2001 National Championship team for Notre Dame. Played in the WNBA for a... Yes, for a hot second. A stretch. Yeah, for the... I, Think for Indiana. Uh, please uh, don't forget that sports maniac Jackie Lightfoot in attendance as well. Yes, she was sitting next to Mike Bray for a while. At least that's a, it, it was kind of blurry. It's kind of like that old Bigfoot picture, but we think it's her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Other good games last night. So Bob Nagel was yeah. at that game. Go ahead. I, I want to address the 2,300 views on this little video of yours. Okay, so... Uh, the game I went to last night, because I'm scouting for our next game. Our next game on 46 is Northwood and Plymouth. That's Friday night. You can see it Facebook Live at about 7.30. Friday night on TV 46 at 11 and Saturday morning at 9. So I went to Plymouth practice yesterday, talked to Ryan Bales, saw his team. Now I go over to see Northwood. Even though everybody else in the free world is at Culver Academy, Marion. You're doing work. I got to do my job, so yeah. I go over to see Northwood and Jimtown. In years past, this has been a classic mismatch. I mean, Northwood has been head and shoulders above Jimtown. But this year, a young man that was regarded as Northwood's best player coming back decided not to go out for basketball. There's conflicting stories as to why, so I really don't want to broach the subject of why he's not playing but the fact of the matter it's noticeable is that he's not he's not playing and it has had an impact on their team okay. they're not as good as they have been nor were expected to be so they're three and three going in this game Jimtown is two and three but Jimtown has not even though they won a state title back in i believe 2005 uh has not been known as a basketball school and has really been struggling in recent years. They've got a young guy from Bethel College named Matt Schaus, who is their new head coach. And they opened the season uh, a couple weeks ago with a surprising win over a good South Bend, Washington team, and that opened a lot of eyes. They beat New Prairie last Friday, then lost to Argus in overtime. So I think they were 2-1 and one coming into the game. And Northwood has the lead, not a huge lead, but has the lead at the end of the first quarter, at halftime. Third quarter, they've opened up a, about a seven or eight point lead, and now Jimtown shrinks it down to one at the end of the quarter. Okay. And Jimtown, in the fourth quarter, did not miss a field goal. Did not miss a shot. And they've got a young man by the name of Austin Pearson, uh, his dad is the head coach at Ancilla College, 
who scores 27. And Jimtown, for the first time in 13 years, for the first time since they won the state title in 2005, beats Northwood 58-52. So I go downstairs ostensibly to talk to the Northwood coach just to let him know I was there. I'll be sending you an email because I know you don't want to talk about your next game right now. Just kind of hear what he has to say post game when he's talking to reporters and stuff like that. And the Jimtown manager sees me and says, Hey, coach is right over there. If you want to talk to him, I thought, what the heck it was a, it's a big win for Jimtown. I'll go talk to him. And I get out my little cell phone and we do a little video and I think we talked for maybe 45 seconds total because the band's playing in the gym. It's tough for him to hear me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tough for me to hear him. But I wanted to at least pay respects, congratulate him on a nice win, and get a little something that we would put on Twitter. And I I cut the clip down to 13 seconds because I thought that was you know, a Meat good solid 13 seconds. Yeah. And we put it onto Twitter, and we've had, what, 2,300 views in less than 24 hours? 2,382. Can we listen to this? Sure. All right. It means a lot. That was, that was some of my motivation uh, with these guys. It's been 13 years since we were able to beat them. You know, that's a testament to their coaching staff and the program that they've built. Um, but we got a special group of guys. Love to compete. Love to get after Oh, it's definitely because of the band. People really enjoy <laughs> hearing that pep band go to work. Isn't it amazing with technology what you're doing now in your yeah. career? Like you are, you got the camera now. You're doing the stuff. You're on the social media. Five years ago? Oh, not even three years. Not ago? even a thought. Yeah. No. What made you turn the corner? What like what made you go? All right, here I, we go. I will give proper credit. I saw what Angelo DiCarlo was doing when he left WNDU and wound up at redeemer radio mm-hmm. and he was putting out these little video things and, and i knew he didn't have any equipment other than a phone and i just flat out asked him i said how are you doing that and he showed me and i took a little youtube tutorial on how to use iMovie yeah and i thought i thought i had better do this to just stay competitive yeah and it's turned out well well, you uh, you do really well. I'm glad you're doing that now. And uh, people apparently like it. 2,400 views. All of a sudden, it just bumped up another 20-plus views. And and that's more tribute to the to the subject. I mean, Matt Schaus is a popular young guy. He's got a lot of friends from Bethel. He's got a lot of friends in the coaching fraternity. And, and that, was a, that was a big win for Jimtown. So Northwood's got to try to bounce back because they start their conference season now, Friday night, as they take on Plymouth. Um, 46. Some other high school games last night. Riley stayed undefeated. They're ranked number six in Class 4A. They knocked off Concord. I think the final on that one was 60 to 47. Goshen got 21 points from Bryant Robinson. They scored 21 to four in the fourth quarter and rallied to beat South Bend Clay. Uh, both those teams kind of uh, a little bit mercurial, a little bit up and down, but Goshen. Probably the better of those two teams, and it showed in the fourth quarter last night. Tippecanoe Valley got a nice win over Peru. We'll see the Vikings on December 21st when they take on number three, LaVille. Uh, at 46 Sports, if you want to follow Chuck, uh, Sports Yak with two Ks. Even Dr. Bob Nagel taking some photos at the game last night. Yeah. He's getting into it, too. So that's good to see him turning the corner on that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. 
Let the second case side. Girls basketball last night. I do want to note that uh, every every Tuesday, every Friday, I try to put on Twitter what I think will be the better games. Okay. And I call them marquee matchups. And last night, I hit the nail on the head. I got the CMA Marion. I got Northwood Jimtown, and those were the two best games. The girls game that I said was going to be the marquee matchup last night was down in Walkerton. Plymouth and John Glenn. Plymouth, I think, went into that game with a record of 9-3. and three. It's hard to believe girls basketball has already passed the halfway point of the season. I mean, they'll they'll start their tournament in about six weeks. And uh, so Plymouth was nine and three, John Glenn seven and five. John Glenn made a huge comeback in that game, took the lead in the fourth quarter, wound up going to overtime. In overtime, two of Plymouth's best scorers have fouled out. But they still have two very good players on the court. One of them, Hallie Reichert, I think might be their leading scorer for the year. But instead, it's this little-known sophomore named Lindsey Janice who gets the ball in her hand with four seconds left, hoists the three, nothing but the bottom of the net, and Plymouth winds up beating John Glenn by one, 47-46. Have you seen the uh, viral video of the girl who falls flat on her face at the yes. foul line? Yes. Uh, have you ever seen that at a game? I've seen something like that, but never quite like the Pratt fall there. Oh, man, that's like right into the pool. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of online viral video, I didn't know this was a thing, but I find it, I, I've watched it a couple times and laughed out loud. There's a bar somewhere, and they're watching Al Michaels, and Chris Collinsworth slides in, and the bar goes bananas. Have you seen this? I've seen that. I don't know if that was how that, if that's a contrived, I think that's a contrived video. Well, it's it's starting to, people are saying that the slide-in is the coolest thing ever. Now. Well, there is a Twitter handle called Collinsworth Slide, <laughs> and they show, <laughs> because this move is done every Every week on Sunday yeah, Night Football. I, I, see, I see it in my mind's it, eye. It's an NBC move, and they. it's also... Now, I don't know if, if Collinsworth is actually sliding into the shot or it's a bit of a camera pan. Yeah, maybe a little of both. A little bit of both, I think. But either way, um, they even did it on their Thursday night game when Tariko was working with Tony Dungy, and Dungy did the slide. Yeah. But there is there's an actual twitter handle called collinsworth slide and they have a video of every one of these slides <laughs> that he has done oh i can see it it's so funny so it's funny what people pick up on and and the little things that apparently mean a lot yeah to people yeah yeah we don't have anything like that i don't think in the 46 broadcast we do have the uh every week I referenced the Hall of Famers. Yes. So it it every broadcast starts the same. We have an open establishing shot, and then they come to me and I say, "How you doing, everybody?" Between the Hall of Famers, Bob Nagel and Bo Hunt, and I point to each of them, one with my thumb, one with my finger. Mm-hmm. Chuck Freeby, great to have you with us for another week of high school basketball on TV forty six, and we kind of go into that. But have you gotten a thumb and a point from anybody? Do you ever, have you ever gotten one of those? No, but. Um, people, <laughs> you know, my kids, my kids think that I'm demeaning myself 
because you don't include yourself in well, the... Well, because I'm I'm not a... And I tell them, well, but I'm you're not a Hall of Famer. Indiana Broadcaster of the Year 2017. And and they think that I should point, you or, know... Or maybe you'd allow me to all of a sudden just stick my head in, and don't forget 2017 Broadcaster of the Year, and then just disappear. Well... You know what I think you do a lot? What I thought your year was, you're looking live. I hear that a lot from you. Oh, I love... That's my ode to Brent Musburger. Yeah. Musburger used to do that when he was hosting the NFL Today pregame show, and they were bouncing around to the different cities. And the reason Musburger did it, I found out years later, was he was letting the gamblers out there know when they would show each shot with the different, you could see the weather conditions at the field. Oh, so he go. was letting them know. Yes, this is actually live. This is what it looks like an hour before the game. Okay, so add that into you, your add that into your your gambling equation. Mm-hmm. When I used to be up in the helicopter on Friday nights, we had a little switcher in the helicopter. So the first shot you would see was me in the passenger seat of the helicopter, and I mm-hmm. would go through the spiel, and then I would hit a button. And you are looking live at Freed Field. <laughs> you are looking live at Atulski Field in Mishawak and, and give it the big Brent treatment. And there's also a YouTube video from when Brent was doing Saturday Night Football. You are looking live at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. And, I, and they write it into Countdown to Kickoff for me now where that is, that's my line. I think if you if you paused just for a moment between the Hall of Famers, Bob Nagel and Bo Hunt, look right at the camera, just a single pause, and then keep going, you could maybe get the thumb the thumb index finger could become a thing. Maybe. And we'll then see. and then we'll get uh the garden gnome and do like a little little uh a best of video. Well, and then you talked about popping up behind. Mm-hmm. And so this gets me off tangent here, and bear with me, sports maniac listener, but, you know, I I believe that the sports yak listener is used to us going off on <laughs> tangents. So I'm watching video this morning in the studio <laughs> of the president of Google is at a Senate hearing yesterday. Mm-hmm. So this is a U.S. Senate hearing, and the president of Google is there, and three rows behind him is a guy in a black derby with an obviously taped-on white mustache and a monocle holding up fake money. What is the freaking Monopoly man doing at a Senate hearing? Furthermore, who wears a monocle besides the Monopoly man, the planter's peanut, and Werner Klemperer in Hogan's Heroes? Who else wears a monocle? Google CEO Sundar Pichai was testifying, but we could not look away <laughs> no, from rich can't. Uncle Pennybag's protester. Well, what is he protesting? I literally kind of, I saw you watching the TV, and then I looked up like, oh, what are you watching? And I see the top hat, and I'm just in my mind, yeah, it looks like the Monopoly guy. Here comes the glasses, the big white mustache, and then he the flashes money. some money. <laughs> so if anybody in the sports yak crowd Mm -hmm. listening can come up with a legitimate reason as to why this guy is there and and can you picture this guy going through security i think he had the mustache and the glass the hat they must have just let him yeah i want to drive the zamboni yeah 
boy, I'm excited for this next headline. It's not very often we get to talk like this, but it's a true headline. A puck to the nuts. Yes. Let's talk hockey. Last night, St. Louis, and I forget who St. Louis was playing, but the Blues have a goal disallowed because the puck caromed off the groin of one of the referees and into the net. You can expect a big game from Robert Bortuzzo here, who's got the puck now. And he gets it in off the referee. It goes in, but that will not count. You can't score off the referee. I mean, look at this bounce. I've never seen anything like this one right here. And then somehow that puck deflects in, and Roberto Luongo's going, what in the world just happened there? Is Robert Bortuzzo's shot. Goes off the referee, I think, then in the net, and the referee was in the corner. That's one of the weirdest goals you're going to see. In tonight's game, rule 85-4. Oh, Chihuahua. You ever take one of those during Chuck's challenge? Um, a little puck to the groin? I was umpiring one time and had a foul ball bounce up and get me underneath. Help! Yeah. And and that's you see that all the time in baseball. Uh, let's see here. Watch the Bobby Knight documentary. Ooh, man. When I first met my wife, her grandmother and uncle were diehard IU basketball super fans. Like, the world rotated around, well, we're not going to have family dinner until this time because the game goes until this time. And she was, uh, if she were alive, she would have been out there at the assembly hall with the rest of them just chanting, Bobby Knight, Bobby Knight. Well, that was the culture. That was the culture that he created in Indiana. He had this fandom that believed that he could do no wrong. And in the meantime, he was basically being jerked to a lot of people and and became somewhat uncontrollable. Yeah. Not only by others, but by himself. When you had a chance to uh, be in a press room with him, did you know of his... Uh, actions? Had you heard about that? Were you looking to see that for yourself or it had not? I didn't cover him that often. Uh, the last time I remember covering him was in 1993 at the regional in Albuquerque. I was sent out there to follow IU and I sat in on a, a couple of press conferences and he was he was cantankerous. He was not pleasant to cover. I like to refer to this whole thing from start to finish as a real Mickey Mouse operation. But that'd be an insult to Mickey Mouse. Wow, 16 sent you to Albuquerque. Yeah. Wow. No, those were back in the days when they actually did sports. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah. I did. I I remember it somewhat because uh, we had to go over to the Albuquerque television station to cut our story, and it was on the weekend, so television stations are fairly empty places and the other game that was being played that weekend you know we're spending all of our time covering IU and we've been in the locker room we did post game interviews and we're putting together our piece and this other game is playing up on the TV set and it's Duke and Kentucky and it's the game where Christian Leitner hits the shot at the end to send Duke on to the final four okay and beat Kentucky and it's you've seen this shot a million times yeah. since. And that's playing up there, and I'm thinking, oh, my story's not going to be that good. <laughs> this one's going to get buried yeah. a little lower. All right. 
Uh, we've covered my playlist. Anything on your mind? No, I don't think we did cover your playlist because you promised yak people something yesterday oh. on the Twitter machine. You think that I don't follow no. the yak on Twitter. You think just because I don't respond right. that I don't know what's going on. But I know what's going on, and you're supposed to be bringing a list of something here to the table for the pop culture people. Yes. So at the end of the year, this time of year, Spotify, if you're on there, will go through all of your algorithms and what you listen to, and they will put together a list of your top songs. And I like it because it's a great reminder of what I was into this year, what I would consider hot. Uh, and I listen to a cornucopia of music. Yes. And um, you're an eclectic fellow. There was there was one song that didn't fit into the top 20 that I'm still, uh, I'd like to write them a letter. But as I'm looking through them, I see some 80s stuff float to the top. And I had this thought, Chuck, I have officially decided I have a top five best songs of the 80s according to me i have decided on five very specific songs so these are Corey's top five songs of the 80s number five five As Chuck would say, there you have it, there, there you have it. 
All right. I love the fact that you had some yes in there. Number two, yes. Owner of a Lonely Heart is a great piece of sonic, whatever you want to call it. It didn't sound like anything else in the 80s. Right. And every single one of those guys in that group are just insanely talented. The trumpet drum combo oh, the that goes in there. Yes. The, oh, my goodness. So uh, I love that choice. I love Jump, 1984, Eddie Van Halen. Basically a soundtrack of my youth. I just remember that was the first year the Cubs were really, really good. They would play that song as the Cubs took the field at Wrigley. Yeah. And it was just an electric summer. So, but if you're talking the whole 80s. Yes. I don't see how you don't have a Michael Jackson song in there. Where's Duran Duran? Hungry Like the Wolf? Well, actually, I'd go the reflex before I'd go yeah, either the, one of those. Well, ta na na na. Dup, 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 the reflex. I, I understand. I just. But here's another thing that I wanted to carry over from your conversation with Nagel the other day. Mm-hmm. And Bob kind of soft-pedaled the whole Harold Baines and the Hall of Fame. Okay, thing. I do remember that. Harold Baines does not belong in the Baseball Hall of Fame unless he wants to buy a ticket and look at the exhibits. Okay, There is no reason a 289 hitter should be in the Hall of Fame. He mean the Hall of Very Good. We can build a Hall of Very Good, and Harold can be one of the first busts in there. But we're talking about the Hall of Fame, the best of the best. Did anybody ever turn on a baseball game because Harold Baines was playing? I don't think so. Not even the most ardent White Sox fan said, Oh, my God, I've got to see Harold Baines. Harold Baines, the Hall of Fame. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Which would lead to a great question. What does it take to get into the Hall of Fame? What are the parameters? Well, here's the thing. It's obviously very, very subjective. But the baseball writers have the votes on the Hall of Fame until you're 15 years out. Okay. Okay? And the baseball writers sat there and said, he's not good enough. He only got 4% of the vote from the baseball writers. Then they put together this committee of, I don't know who's on this committee. The same ones that work with the Bulls? Doddering old fods. I don't know. but Chuck, don't give away the name of our new podcast. That's in the future. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> and we're we're going to sit there and we'll be sponsored by Polydent and we'll talk about good soft foods to eat, which apparently don't have any protein to go to the brain because how do you have any protein going to the brain and then sit there and say, oh, yeah, um, Harold Baines. Yeah, he only got 4% of the vote from everybody else, but we're putting him in. Oh, my gosh. You kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Have you have you talked to Bob about this? Like, did you bring it up? Yeah, we talked about that on the road down to Plymouth yesterday. Yeah? How'd that go? Um, well, I didn't, I didn't criticize him for... I didn't take his stances. He wasn't necessarily saying Harold Baines belonged in there. He just told Harold Baines' story. Kind of... He told stories because that's it. what Bob does. I go on insane rants because that's what I do. Did you do that in the car, or did you do that just for us? No, I save some things for just for you. Okay, thank you. Hit the subscribe button and never, ever, ever miss moments just like what you witnessed. You know where Harold Baines belonged? I don't know. In Louisville, because then we would have heard something from Louisville. Actually, we still wouldn't have heard anything from Louisville because Harold Baines didn't have... 
Jack to say. Sports Yak is on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's good. I don't care what the neighbors say. Christmas time is near. I don't care what anyone says. Christmas is full of cheer. All I know is a Santa sleigh is making its way to the USA. I wish it was Christmas today. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.